0: Hello, everyone. Are you all right? Good. Let us pray. Father, almighty God, we just thank you for today. And thank you for those who are just baptized, who just declare publicly that they want to follow you, Jesus. As we hear your word, Lord, we pray you speak to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst, for righteousness we have been walking through this eight radical declaration of Jesus. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Shall we stand as we read that passage of the scripture in Matthew chapter five verses one to six? Let's read it together. When Jesus saw the crowd. He went up, and after he said unto all them, say, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they are of God. mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled and they are merciful for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart for they will... Blessed will... 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 are the peacemakers for there will... Blessed are the... For sake, for there is a kingdom for them. Blessed are Rejoice on the glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecute the world. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please do say it. Brother Daniel, uh, Brother Nathaniel, explained to us the meaning of beatitude from the beginning. And we we'll have been working on and looking at it. Now we' are going to look at what did Jesus mean by t- hunger and thirst for righteousness. I don't know about you. I don't think I have really experienced what it means to be hunger. Probably a little bit of it. Perhaps today I did. I don't know where I got the idea that you must eat lunch by 1 p.m. I don't know where I got that idea. And I got that idea before I got married. When I got married and have children, I now introduce them to this idea. So anything past one o'clock will be like, we are starving. (laughs) So yesterday, I was quite uh, tired, and I know today is going to be busy, I decided to do something that later on I discovered it was a bad idea. I decided to cook our lunch in the night. I forgot it's Father's Day. So, when my children noticed that I cook in the night, they were so polite. One of them said, Oh, that was nice. I don't know, inside them it was a bad idea. So we went to the service uh, this morning, and I came back, and they nicely asked me, can we not eat that your food? We got alternative. I said, okay. And I was looking at, it's about 12 o'clock, and I was just waiting for them, waiting for them, half past one, the food is not ready, I started feeling I'm very, very hungry. I want to eat. Two o'clock before the food, then I said the food is ready. A whole one hour starving. (laughs) A whole one hour waiting for the food. And I had the food and I said, all I felt I needed is the food. But when Jesus was talking about hunger and thirsty, I don't think that is what he had in mind. I don't think it's such hunger of just slightly delayed food. I don't think that's what he had in mind. Last week, Felix told us about his wonderful 12 hours fasting. I calculated it. 12 hours fasting. And he waited for giraffe rice. Cats fish, giraffe rice. Anybody in Nigeria know how we can be desperate for giraffe rice? And it's only two countries that I know that do giraffe rice. Nigeria and Ghana. Is anybody from Ghana here? No, anyway, thank God they are not here. I know that giraffe rice, Ghana, uh, Nigeria giraffe rice is better than Ghana's one. Well. <laughs> And when you're fasted, all you're looking for is giraffe rice to eat. All your body needed is food, perhaps preferable giraffe rice. If if fasting is one of your spiritual uh, disciplines, please try to break your fast with giraffe rice. So, um... Those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Now I want you to go to the Bible for you to see what Jesus did. The next slide please. The next one. And the next one. Good. <laughs> now, nothing else matters when you are hungry but food. Jesus did not eat anything for 40 days and 40 nights. At the end of that time, he was what? Hungry. He was hungry. All the body needed was food. And Jesus understands what it means to need water. Go to the next slide. After this, after troubles, and he said, I am thirsty. So it's not that slightly delay of food or drink. It was something that taken long that your body feels like all I need now is food or drink. And Jesus said, If that oh, that longing for water, longing for liquid, Longing for food, but not doing it for righteousness. That you long the way your body needed food, your body needed water to quench the thirst. If it's the way Jesus offered that declaration, that is the way we, his followers, should hunger and thirsty for righteousness. Your righteousness. You are righteous, O oh Lord, and your laws are right. And for you to know the righteousness of God is for you to dig so deep. What did Lord the, writing, the Lord want me to do? The right thing. The Lord want me to do. Are your hunger to do it? You are desperate. You are just feeling. I want to know what the Lord want me to do. Sometimes some people, some of us. <laughs> We, we don't want to hear what the Lord says. Even when we say, Lord, may your will be done, I say, oh Lord, what of my own will. But what Jesus was offering in the same world we are living is for us to be hungry and thirsty, desperate to know what is right, and they live that way. Uh, about 16 years ago, I was preaching in one of the villages um, in the south, well, I don't know anybody know that. In the south, isn't it? You know, we're in the north. So, in the south. <laughs> so, and I was pre- preaching on holiness, uh, uh, where God says, be holy for I am holy. And after that, somebody met me and said, oh, Chris, thank you for explaining that. At the beginning, I thought you are telling us that we should live holy because it's not possible. But thank God that you let her explain it, that we cannot live a holy life. I said, oh, I fell. That's what I was actually saying. I'm saying that God wants us to live a holy life. He calls us to life of holiness. So I said, I mess it up because that's actually what I'm saying. So God, Jesus in this case, is telling us to be desperate and long for righteousness. It's not perfection, but righteousness. It's two different things. We are getting better and better. That is sanctification, ongoing. You are longing to do what is right. And I want to quickly offer us three ways. It's not the only way, but three ways we can actually long and the task and hunger for righteousness The first one is in our inner and private life, what we think, what we feel, what nobody sees, uh, to be intimate with Jesus Christ. And the Old Testament, one of our ancestors in faith, but this time the ancestor in the Old Testament, Isaiah, very good man, prophet, doing great things for the Lord. But one time, he saw something. He saw the Lord seated on the throne. And they heard that voice, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And oh, the earth is full of his glory. Then he said this. Because he was hunger and thirst for righteousness. He said, Woe to me, I cry, I am ruined, for I am man of unclean lips. Living among the people of unclean lips, my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. If you are the type that longing after righteousness and when you worship, you see the holiness of God and see your limitation, it shows how healthy spiritually you are. But if you feel everything is sorted, I'm okay now, I'm perfect, I don't really need anything further. Mm, it shows how unhealthy spiritually you are. Sorry, I don't want to paint that word. That is what it means. So you need to do something to be hung and trusty all the time. On this, our journey of faith. Another ancestor of faith, uh, Paul, is in you know, New Testament, um, ancestor of our faith which is uh, Paul the Apostle very great man of God I came to the point in his life he said this in Romans chapter 7 verse 24 what a wretched man I am who will rescue me from this body that's subject to death And if you read further, he said, The things I don't want to do, I see myself doing them. I don't want to do this because I know there is no righteousness of God. I find myself. And he cried, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me. And if you read further, he said, Thank God for Jesus. Shall we say, Thank God for Jesus? That's not loud enough. Can we say, thank God for Jesus? Thank God for Jesus. Because Jesus has, you know, offered, he has sacrificed, he has offered a sacrifice once and for all for our sanctification. So another way we can actually do what is right, hunger and thirsty for what is right, for righteousness, is in an area of our relationship. Our relationship, righteousness around us, the way we relate with people, the way we look at people and say, Look, these people are created in the image of God like me. And you cherish people and you love people deeply. How can you say you love God if you hate? your brother or your sister. Not just necessary, those who are Christians. If, you know, we've got our promise of internal life that we're going to stay together. So if you're avoiding your brother and sister here in the world, when we go to heaven, how will you avoid them? Because you'll be trapped with them. <laughs> you know, isn't it not good for us to start practicing to live with one another in deep love you know it shows how we hunger for righteousness to live peacefully with one another Roman said this if it is possible if it is possible as far as it depends on you live at peace with everyone I underline that word, if it's possible, sometimes it's not possible. But if it is possible, live peacefully. Let it be that it's not depend on you. You have done everything you could do. Then you see how you just continue. It's no longer from you. But if it's possible, live peacefully with one another with everyone, live peacefully. That is the way to live right. I want to also offer the last um, way I'm suggesting we should practice righteousness. Another way is not limited to this, these three. Another one is missional, missional. And the, what did I mean by that? I know it's a word some of us are using. Oh, it's our mission or it's not missional. But what does that mean? Living righteously, missionally. That means that everything you do, you want Jesus to be clear. You want to people to, to see Jesus in you in all you do, whether you do it offline or online in person, or online. So what do you do? You want to help people to know Jesus. In everything you do, intentionally, the way you are in Facebook, practice righteousness by telling people about Jesus. It doesn't have to be overblown blow like some of people do, but let people see Jesus. Connect people to Jesus. Share our page. Yes. If everybody in Facebook share what we're doing in Fountain, fountain, many people will hear about Jesus. So that's the way. And I want us to read that passage together. Um, No. No, please. I want us to read that. Oh, uh, no, 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 Back, back. Oh, that's it. Can we read it together? How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written... How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Amen. And we end by telling you about this song. I met Aldan last week. I said, do you know this song? I forgot how young he is. He said, nah. And I'm not going to learn it. because you have learned how to say no to things which is good (laughs) so but this song is written in 1953 Um, and I want also to see this one, and I want it to be a formal prayer as we are ending this uh, talk the next one please do anybody know this song Uh, oh Okay, maybe it's not age thing, it may be geography thing (laughs) then. Okay, (laughs) okay. Like the woman at the well was seeking for the things that could not satisfy. And then I had my Savior speaking, draw from my well that never shall run dry. Fill my cup and I lift it up. Come and quench the thirsty of my soul. Bread of heaven. Feed me till I want to no more. Feed my cup, fill it up and make me whole. Uh, the chorus uh, is that feed my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsty of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Feed my cup. Feel it all and make me whole. Ah, some of us I don't know how to sing. A bit to, but, you know, he's just talking about, is that desperation for righteousness. Feel my cup and make me whole. I want us to look at the, the last stanza of that song. The next slide, please. He said, So, my brother, if the things that this world Gives you live hunger that won't pass away. You know, some we attend, we our tendency is to be desperate to things of the world, the power to wealth, but those things are not so much important. But it's a time to come to the Lord in our, in our knees and pray, Fear my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsty of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Feed my cup, I lift it up, and make me whole. Shall we bow down to pray? And why not turn that to prayer as they come for the response songs?